Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Brewers, where we tell the stories behind your favorite beer. I'm Matt, and joining me, as always, is Erica. Hello! Hello! Hey! Uh, just want to let everyone know, Sangai Ryan is taking a hiatus. It is. Oh, excuse me. MIA. <laughs> yeah, he has to finish school. <sighs> Whatever. And uh, part of the finishing school is, I guess... Not doing brew roots. Not doing brew roots. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. But he'll be back. Yeah. We wish him all the best. Definitely. No, it's it's cool. And it was, was cool. his birthday the other day, so like... Yeah. Happy belated birthday. Happy belated birthday. <laughs> also, our listeners... We put a poll out. Mm. And we asked our listeners how old do you think Ryan is? Yep. And the majority of people thought he was timeless. Yeah. So makes sense. And then the second majority of people thought he was twenty nine. Weird. Which I can tell you by He's not. if you interact with Ryan, nope. you'll retract that answer. <laughs> right, Jazz? Instantly. He's, he's get big thumbs up. Yeah. So uh, filling up for Sound Guy Ryan is our man Jazz. Yes. He is the best owner operator at Small, Small Pond, Pond Studios. Studios. The home of Brew Roots and the home of like honestly some of the coolest recordings that we've been hearing lately. Ever. And he's making beats now. So if you're like an up and coming rapper. Beats by Jazz. Beats by Jazz. <laughs> which sounds like something else. It's not. We promise. It's not. Don't exactly. sue us. <laughs> uh, yeah. But thank you everyone who tuned into the episode with Faces last week. Yeah, that was a blast. Wicked time fun. fun. We've been meaning to do that one for a long time now. So. Yeah, we've been saying yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> um, but fortunately for me, I was able to grab some of their beer. Um, yeah. And I've been drinking them, Prairie, and of course the 100 calorie Topo Chico's. Topo Chico. Seltzers, hard seltzers. So delish. And like, if Topo Chico wants to sponsor just me, not the Brewers podcast. That's cool. I'm available. Yeah. Tux I can available. be the spokesperson. Yeah. I can be the spokesperson. I have like a Seth Rogen-esque <laughs> body. Yeah. If you want, and just dark hair. Terrible personality. He has a great one. But yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, sign me up. Definitely. What have you been Definitely. drinking? Me? Uh, well, everything. Um, along those lines, I did the hard tea, the tea party by uh, Night Shift. Good. Their mango lemon peel, which is delish. Delish. Yeah. I love. And um, doing some kind of new local stuff, um, Hypothecary. So their new brewery, not quite open yet. They're in North build Reading. out in North Reading. Yeah. Love their theme. The Love doctors, their theme. It's super cool. Um, I think it makes total sense with the whole beer thing. Yeah. Um, so I was having their ESB, which is awesome that they're doing an ESB. And yeah. then they did a, a sour IPA, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Speaking of ESBs, I'm going to make a total parallel to something that's not really the same. Oh, okay. But it's New Hampshire Beer Week. Ah, oh, yes. And I've been telling our listeners to go up to New Hampshire. They said, Matt, Erica, Sound Guy Ryan. Where, where, where to, to go? go? I've been sending people to the czar. Oh, yeah. I'm sending people the Zars place. The Zars place. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, I'm sending people Outhouse Ales, which yeah. we did an interview with them a couple of years ago. Love years them. ago. Yeah. Um, and I've also been sending people Liar's Bench, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. Um, that does not mean that I'm not endorsing other breweries to go to. Uh, there are amazing breweries oh, and some so that many we haven't even talked there. to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I love those small breweries that, you know, like Our Liar's plan. Bench is, is, is more people than two people now. But, yep. you know, it started out uh, just two guys. Going, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Zars is one dude. Same and, with uh, Zars. And, same same yeah, with Outhouse. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. By this time this episode is released, New Hampshire Beer Week is going to be over. But it's Is still, it really over? Yeah, no. It's, it's always, it's forever. Beer Week's every week. Come That's on, right. You just can't on. get a cool glass commemorating it. We probably can still. Well, there still. might be some yeah, around There's probably still. some still you can left. Try. But, uh, you can try. Yeah, and that shirt from Beer March was awesome. Oh, so cool. We hope you got one. Yeah. We really are affiliated with so many cool people. The We're very lucky. people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of someone who we are affiliated with is uh, Eco-Friendly Beer Drinker. Yeah. yeah. Or uh, uh, Mass Brew Brew. You Rob. might know him as that. Yeah. Yeah. 
And, uh, you know, I think we do our yearly episode with him talking about... At this point, it is going to be yearly. Yeah, Yeah, it's basically a yearly episode. He's been on, what, three, four times at this point? And I'm going to say, last year when we did our uh, sustainability in beer, Mm -hmm. I was like, shit, Rob knows so much more about sustainability than me. Yeah. And, uh, spoiler alert, he knows even more than last year and still knows <laughs> even more than us. But uh, It's true. It's, it's just kind of cool to show that he was actually really practicing what he was preaching. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he has just kind of divulged in, like, into this. He's really trying to make his... it a lifestyle for himself, yeah. and, um, uh, which is really cool to see. And so you really get that kind of insight from our episode with him this week. And he's very well aware that it's really difficult and it's it's not perfect you you can't be perfect you want to be right and you want to try and do everything you can but it's really kind of impossible in the world that we live in but he yep. gives a lot of great tips um and a lot of great breweries uh, to go yeah to. and a lot of great breweries to go to that are being more sustainable yeah. so you know it's if you just take a small bit of what you know he talks about and try to insert that into your own drinking life um i think yeah. it'd make a difference so and i think it's a great way for us to kickstart kick kick off um earth week yeah, yeah earth week um this whole month is earth month and yeah. really earth year earth year come on that's right let's do it so we want to get right into the episode because there's a lot of great content in it yeah um and we have a couple breaks in it so those breaks break up this episode awesome because there's a lot of information so make sure that if you listen to it all the way through that's awesome or if you're able yeah. to break it up into little smaller portions that's that's cool, cool too. too yeah um i know that we certainly enjoyed some beer from uh at every one of our breaks. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, I, we hope you do too. Safely. Yeah, so enjoy the episode. Cheers. Cheers. Well, Erica and Sound Guy Ryan, what is up? Hello. We are here in. It looks like it's about to rain on this Wednesday when we're recording. But it's a beautiful. I mean, like it's warm. I mean, like it's it's, it's really nice. Feeling that seventy degree. Yeah. And like it's almost like a hug, right? You're outside. And you're like, oh, it's, it's like a like a hug. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna rain, but it's it's like a. It's warm and well, heavy. you know. I don't know where I was going with that. April. It's going to be <laughs> yeah, April. It's, it's time, a little right? spring rain session. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. April showers bring May flowers. That's right. <laughs> and you know, I actually heard a joke recently. Did you? And it was like, was it funny? It was like, oh, uh, but where do the pilgrims come? Like, it was led on to that. I, I don't huh. know. It was like some. My girlfriend told me. Oh, okay. I laughed at the time because I wanted you? to make her feel like she's funny. Right. Now right. she really is funny. <laughs> that was really a jerky thing to say. No. But it was a good joke. I she's wish I could just like. She'll uh, she'll tell a joke next. I time. wish I could. Yeah, she'll. Yeah. Punchline. She'll kill her. it. Oof. <laughs> okay. She's like the best comedian ever. Yeah. I believe it. <laughs> so, we were talking about April. The month of April is coming up. Indeed. And Earth Day occurs during that month. Yes. Which. I always laugh when like, they're like, oh, this is, you know, Earth Month, right? Or, you know, mm-hmm. like, we should be aware of these things. Every month. Every month, yeah. right? But it's good to highlight that, and it's on the forefront of people's minds, so maybe they can carry it over into May, June, July, so on and so forth. Um, and if you follow the Brewers page on, you know, any sort of social media, you will oftentimes see us reshare our guests' um, content, whether it's, you know, the Mass Brew Bros or his other identity, eco-friendly beer drinker. Oh, yeah. Which, personally, is my favorite one. No <laughs> offense to Bob. I love Mass Brew Bros, but I like the eco-friendly beer content. Um, we're here with Rob. How are you? 
Hi guys, I'm great. How you doing? Good, good. This is your third, third time. Are you a three time guest? I was gonna say, yeah, I'm feeling a little guilty that uh, <laughs> maybe I'm on the show a little too often. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. We love it. No. Well, you guys are technically on the show every week. We do give you yeah, a bump yeah, yeah. Play, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've only been on once by myself. The other times was like these little guest panels and things. Yeah, yeah. But those are a lot of fun. We've done those. We did the. Uh, COVID impacts of uh, yeah brewers uh, roundtable and then we did uh, sustainability in in craft beer and We're kind of uh, doing a little bit more of that for Earth Day yeah and uh, Rob came like fully prepared today so like I'm I'm excited so like we're we're ready to go so what do we want to talk about today so I think again as you said uh, April's here it's Earth Month um, Earth Day is a, a really great opportunity like you said to sort of talk about um, the whole idea of sustainability and you know protecting our planet and not taking it for granted so I figured we would kind of get into that idea and look at it through the lens of you know the craft beer industry both from the perspective of um, the breweries themselves as well as the consumers, you know, what can we do as beer drinkers also? Because there, there is a lot that we can do too. So I brought along, as you said, a, a bunch of notes. Uh, and I figured if we could, for the first few minutes, we kind of talk a little bit about sort of what is sustainability, sort of do a quick little crash course on that sort of idea. Definitely. And, yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people think they know that term. It's and a then, buzzword and right. we don't necessarily know what it means. <laughs> I completely agree, yeah. and a year and a half ago, I would have been one of those people, right? I yeah. cared, I cared about the environment. I like nature. I was, in my mind, a great recycler. Yeah. Um, but like most people, I didn't really, really know. So right. now, a year and a half later, having taken some coursework at the Harvard Extension School to try to get a sustainability certificate so that I'll have a credential and... As a teacher, maybe I can transition into a, a new sort of work world, and yeah. that's the direction I might want to go. I feel like I look back on that year and a half ago, Rob, and say, wow, you didn't really know all that <laughs> much except, oh, sustainability. Right. I think yeah. I kind of know what that is. Yeah. We think we see a lot of breweries use that word as well, and we're going to get into We'll get into that later. Later, too. But, uh, yeah, and it's not just breweries, it's businesses everywhere. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. For sure. Some of it is very genuine, and um, some of it is capitalizing on the marketing opportunity because it is important and it's only going to become more important. And some of it is what's actually called um, greenwashing, is a kind of a <laughs> yes. trendy term in the industry, at least, where you know you try to take whatever you're doing and you paint it with a green brush to make it look like it's really environmentally conscious when in reality you're just spending more time doing that than you actually are doing something that would lessen your impact on the yeah. planet and that's tricky to again know how to s sort of spot that when you see it yeah definitely yeah. so tell us what is sustainability great so the idea of sustainability is um there's a sort of a specific definition that that was made up um, a few decades ago. And it's basically this. It's a really easy thing to understand. It's meeting the needs of, of the present without compromising the ability of future generations to meet their needs. Pretty okay. basic, right? Yeah. Very. Right. And 
then if you put it into action, that's where it gets a little bit more complicated. For sure. Because, again, our culture isn't necessarily focused that much it's, on thinking about the future. It's kind of more about the here and now, for sure. Yeah. 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 Um, so, again, we don't have to, the time to go into it, and we need a lot more beer if we did. But <laughs> the traditional sort of linear economy that we have that we're familiar with, right, which is you take raw materials, you make stuff out of it. Usually there's a fair amount of pollution, unfortunately, involved with, you know, yep. making things. And then you sort of use it up and you waste it. Right. And again, that isn't going to really work. We have now a population of 7.8 billion people on this planet, and it's expected to grow to close to 10 billion within our lifetimes by 2050. Yeah. So... That just isn't really sustainable if we continue to do things the way we're doing them now. And that's why you hear a lot of people sounding alarm bells and saying it's time to start thinking about making some changes. Yeah. Mm. So that's, again, an important thing when people are talking about sustainability. It isn't just this fun thing that's kind of nice. It's going to be a very real necessity. So it's not just a sexy buzzword that you see that, you know, we're green. It's, it's a real thing. Right. I'll give you two quick little examples here. So there's this thing called the Global Footprint Network, and they um, calculate that we need, at this point, 1.6 Earths are needed to support humanity's current sort of demand on our, on our resources. So if you think about that, that's a little scary, right? We're using up an Earth and a half's worth of stuff every yeah. year, and how long can we do that before... We're just out of stuff. I mean, right. obviously, people see headlines. We've got climate change concerns. We've got deforestation concerns. We've got ocean plastic concerns. Like, we're getting to the point where some of that stuff's going to have to be dealt with. Right. Um, and one other quick thing. So there's this other thing, if you ever, if you ever see it, it's called Earth Overshoot Day. It's the date when um, humanity's demands on the resources that we have are sort of... Of met for that year. ...used right? up for that yeah. year. And typically, it happens in July... This last year, because of COVID and everything being slowed down and shut down, it was actually three weeks later into August. That's the first time it's been <laughs> later in the year for more than a decade. And yeah, so Do they anticipate it being sooner now because they, of people going like crazy? They, and going They to haven't yeah. put out a date yet. I haven't seen a date yet. But my guess is it's going to be mm, somewhere in between. Okay. Mm -hmm. I would guess we would go back a couple of weeks. That's just a guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. guess. Yeah. But I think because yeah. we are slower than we were, but... Yeah, things are sort of getting still, back to a right. kind yeah, of normal-ish. Yep. Um, so another quick thing to think about is a lot of people, um, when you talk about sustainability, they will argue that, well, it's too expensive, it's not affordable, it's not practical. And while that may be true if you just measure it from the perspective of dollars, mm -hmm. it's not really true at all when you think about the actual real costs. And the fancy term for that. Um, is called externalities. And Ooh. that's all the things that are built in to having to create and use up all of these different products, for example, that we do or the energy that we consume, mm -hmm. right? If we don't consider the pollution aspect of things and the cleanup aspects of things, when we start to really think about that and, and add that in, it's How like, much that costs? it's like, whoa. Yeah. No wonder plastic's so cheap. Nobody's paying anything for all this supposed recycling, much of which isn't happening. And right. so then we're devastating the ocean. And when we don't have enough healthy fish to eat anymore, or when seaside communities start not being able to, you know, have their livelihoods work right. anymore, 
those are crazy costs that are going to be astronomical. And yeah. we want to prevent that, obviously. Well, Ryan, you know about that just being in the, in the fish industry. I do. And, you know, unfortunately, that isn't the only thing that affects it. Um, so it's like a we, double whammy. Yeah. And we, we won't get into it, but he, he's definitely right on that on that part of it. I have a feeling he's right about a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> so a, a quick couple of positive things then. So, But there are some answers, right? And okay. some, some lenses to look through that are sort of answer lenses that you can say, okay, what are these breweries or any business for that matter? Yeah. What are they doing that's the right thing? And one is this concept called extended producer responsibility or EPR. And that's something people will start to hear a lot more of in the future because it's going to start... Um, being part of our sort of political push. Uh, and the idea behind it is that the people that are creating and, and selling at retail all of these different products, they're going to have to start understanding the externalities and, and working that into the economics. Yeah. And therefore, you know, being responsible for helping us prevent these different types of problems that can come along with, for example, all the single use that we're doing. That's a big one. That's a problem. Again, 7.8 billion people, you can't have a culture of single use. It just doesn't work. It hasn't worked. <laughs> yeah. Um, sure. And then the other one is a really obvious one that everybody knows but doesn't think that much about always, and it's the idea of reduce, reuse, recycle. Mm. Right. There's, what, a, there's one word that's very important, right? Well, there's one word that everyone focuses on, but it's all important. Yeah, exactly. And so it's not sort of in a random order. Like reduce is the first word because that is by far the most important word. And that's how you're actually going to have sustainability is by we need to create fewer things. Like we need to stop having single use and make fewer things. Yeah. Then the reuse is if you make things, you have to use them. Right. As many times as long as possible. And then when there's no other sort of choice left, that's when you try to recycle. And again, we could talk about recycling for an hour, but recycling is largely... It's kind of, I don't want to say fake news at this point, but it's it's not really as real as everyone likes to think it is. That's an excellent way of saying yeah. it. And it's, I, I also think it just gives someone like an attaboy, right? You know, it's like, I, you I recycled, I recycled it, good job, you did your, your part, but... A lot of that recycling doesn't get recycled. It just goes to landfills. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. And the thing is that's tough about it is that I recycle my ass off. Same. <laughs> and I'm sure a lot of other people yeah. do. And I, I even know how sort mm-hmm. of fruitless a lot of it is but it's like Better i can do nothing, this i guess right and i can do this now and i can yeah. feel good that at least i'm trying to do something right but we need to get again beyond that to the point where we can all embrace and figure out how to reduce so much you know of the single use and what we're doing how to reuse that as many times yeah. as possible and then mm. hopefully we can recycle a, a lot less, less mm-hmm. and make yeah. it more practical it's so. hard but uh, Someone recycling as the consumer is, I mean, and reusing, right? You know, you can, as a consumer, you can reuse and you can recycle. But how much can you, as a consumer, really reduce? It's an outstanding point and something that really frustrates people like myself because it's largely out of our hands. Right. You have two choices and I'm I'm coming up against this all the time in my personal life, right? Mm-hmm. Because I don't live on an island. I live <laughs> with my wife. Right. 
and you know my wife has a family and when we go together to stay at like the family sort of vacation it's like it's difficult yeah because i can either say you know no i don't do that anymore i just i, I gave up this i gave up that i gave up the other thing mm-hmm. but you can't expect everybody else to and that's right. challenging so it's either that or you just hope that these companies do better and do the right thing. But again, you have no control over that. Right. You can try right. and use your dollars and buy from better companies that you think are doing a better job. You know? Right. But you really but, don't have that visibility. You know? Right. You don't know for sure. And it's not always easy to do that. Right. So I'll give you a quick example. I've decided to make a pretty substantial sacrifice in my life. I've decided like more than a year ago, I'm done with single use consumption of mm-hmm. beer. I right. figured let's choose beer. Again, it's only one thing. There's plenty of other things, unfortunately, that I still consume single use, but beer is meaningful to me. Yeah. yeah. And so I figured if I can figure out how to make this work, it can make a statement to other people and it can make me think more about everything. Right. So I literally will consume beer only on draft in a reusable glassware. So, you know, go to the brewery and actually get a beer at the brewery poured there if they're using real glass, which a lot of them are not. Are not not right now. Right now. Yeah. Or take a growler home and it has to be, you know, if I'm going to do growlers, it needs to be a growler that I know I'll go and refill again. I I don't want to go back three or four years ago when I had the collection of (laughs) 900 growlers, but I didn't use 888 of them. Right, right. right. So I've got six or eight breweries at this point, and that's where I'm drinking my beer now. So I've sacrificed that everyone's talking about this awesome new beer, but I can't get it. Yeah. 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 Anyways, that's that's the challenge of it all right now. Yeah. For sure. Um, okay, let's do one more thing that's a little deepish or yeah. heavyish. Sure, <laughs> yeah. one more. We can handle we'll, one more. <laughs> and we'll spare all your listeners um, by talking about some more sort of upbeat, positive things because there's a lot of really cool stuff happening too, and a lot Sounds of good. great breweries that are doing some fun things. So, here's one thing I would say though to think about and to look for again using this idea of a lens, right? Looking through. Mm-hmm. Um, it's what I would call the low hanging fruit. Or the sort of greenwashing-ish aspect of the industry. And there are three or four things, for example, that pretty much every brewery is doing. Yeah. But if that's all they're sort of hanging their hat on from a sustainability perspective, I think you could do a lot better. Yeah. So the first one, I'll just give you a couple of quick examples of this. Um, Aluminum cans. You're seeing a little less now, but a lot of people were saying, oh, we use aluminum cans for our beer now. (laughs) That's wonderful, but you're doing that because everybody's doing that. And to sell beer at this day and age, you need to be kind of have to put it in cans. That's just sort of what is the consumer demand. And there's a whole bunch of other advantages to doing it from an economic standpoint. Mm -hmm. But from um, a realistic standpoint, from sustainability, meh. Unless you're shooting your beer all over the country. Yeah. Right. Then it's making a difference because they're lighter weight. They're easier to stack. You can get more in a truck. But most breweries (laughs) aren't filling up a truck full of beer and sending it off all over the place every week. So it's pretty nominal in terms of that. But if it's in a bottle, it's not cool. (laughs) That's the that's the Well, it travels better, right? You know. Sure. So again, that's what I'm saying is that. uh, Yeah. So it's fine if they do it in cans. Great. But it doesn't make them sustainable. It's like that's not an eco-friendly yeah. thing to do per yeah. se. And uh, a hot tip, not to interrupt, but I always like to make sure people know you have to take the sticker off the can if you're going to recycle it. Yeah, no kidding. Um, please do that. 
But yeah. <laughs> I know you can't do it with all of them. The ones that use the shrink wrap, you can't really do that. But um, yeah, you can cut it. There you go. I actually haven't done that. That's dumb. I should have tried that. <laughs> exactly. Um, knife works great. Right? Yeah, yeah exactly. But um, yeah, please just do that and then you can recycle it. Yeah, good point on yeah. that. Um, another one is uh, serving their beer in compostable cups. Ooh. Which is, again, uh, and I don't fault a lot of the breweries. They don't necessarily even know sometimes. But these bioplastic cups aren't actually really compostable unless you collect them separately mm-hmm. from both your recycling and your garbage stream. So you literally need a third stream, a yep. third waste receptacle that has nothing but these cups, these compostable cups, and then you actually have to have a company take them to a commercial composting facility to get them into this giant sort of composter that has a high enough temperature for a long enough time that will actually melt that stuff down to like sort of like compost. And it's never going to be the compost that you would use to like grow vegetables because it's it's plastic. It's gone through a chemical process that's altered. Right. There's no nutrients in that or whatever. Right. Yeah. So again... Is that better than regular plastic cups? No. And it's probably costing you more to do that. In the it end. does cost and more energy more. to. It does cost them more. Them yeah. It's a marketing thing, though, right? They mm-hmm. can. Like, most people don't know. And again, a year and a half ago, I didn't know either. No. Yeah. But now I'm I a little bit wiser. I just found out now. Yeah. <laughs> Thank <laughs> Same. you. Same. Yeah. So sadly, that isn't necessarily helpful. It's again, it seems like a nice thing, but again, if that's the sustainability initiative. Um, yeah. yeah, a lot more can be done. We can talk yeah. about what a few breweries are actually doing later. The third and last one is this one everybody's heard a billion times, which is we're donating. I'm doing. I'm using air quotes a lot today. We're <laughs> lots donating, of air quotes here. Yes, <laughs> we're donating our spent grains to a farm. Mm. Ooh, great! That's wonderful. Actually, that's really nice. But everybody is doing something with their spent grains you have because to. literally there's a a ban in Massachusetts and many other states that does not allow a commercial business to send its food waste, be it spent grains or anything else, into landfill. You literally cannot do it. If you get caught, you're going to get fined for doing it. And on top of that... You could um, lose your license, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah something. Yeah. yeah. And so, I mean, that, again, isn't really something that they're doing to be sustainable. They're doing it because they need a solution to a, to a waste something. problem. Yeah. And it's actually the cheapest way to do it. If right. they're going to pay to have a composting company come and collect it and take it to their composting facility, they can do that. But that costs more than donating it to, to a, a farm farmer. Mm-hmm. or they can, you know, have it taken by another company that might make biofuel out of it. Again, great. Cost more money, though, than donating to a farm. So, right. again, I'm not saying it isn't a good thing. But, again, if those are the three things that our brewery's doing, there's a whole lot more that, that they could be doing. Yeah. Fine. And um, actually, I just want to ask real quick, uh, Pactex, not recyclable, but reusable, right? I don't know how much you know about that. Yeah. Oh, Erica, don't open this, <laughs> oh, no. don't open this can <laughs> of worms with me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, just real quick, though. Uh, I'll talk teeny tiny about that maybe a little bit later. But but yes, they are they are definitely reusable. And and if okay. a brewery is going to use Pactex to package it beer, it, its beer, it really should take those back and try to reuse them. If yeah. you can reuse them multiple times, which some breweries are having a lot of success with, yeah. that is that is great. Because otherwise, it's just a single-use plastic. Just right. because you know it says 100% recyclable on it doesn't yeah. mean that that's true because you can't pitch it into your recycling bin and it, it just won't get recycled. Right. Yeah. So, listen, I can't say anything, but stay tuned 
I've got some things in the works to really try to tackle that issue, and I don't want to make any promises, but, but there's, there's some, some yes. optimism, possibly, <laughs> on that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So. All right. So, we're going to, we are going to screw off a top of a growler. Yeah, I was going to say crack <laughs> open a beer, but we're going to screw up the top of a growler. You're going to listen to a word from our sponsors, sponsors. Yep. and hopefully you're yep. screwing the top of a growler, or you're at a brewery with your headphones on being yeah. antisocial, whatever. It's cool. That's cool. I've done it. <laughs> no shame. Um, and yeah. We'll, we'll be back. We'll be back. We got some cool sponsors. Enjoy. Did you know that your favorite Massachusetts breweries use hops from a local family-owned hop farm right here in Massachusetts? Our friends over at Four Star Farms are there for you whether you're a commercial brewery or a small batch home brewer. Make sure to head over to their website today and get your hands on some of the best and freshest hops available locally. Cheers! At our local homebrew shop, Beer and Wine Hobby, you can get everything you need to make beer, wine, cider, cheese, and more. Not sure where to start? They have knowledgeable staff there to help. Beer and Wine Hobby is family-owned and located in Danvers, Massachusetts. Visit their website, beer-wine.com, and use our promo code BREWROOTS for 10% off your online order today. Shirks on Tap is the box subscription service where you can get some of the dopest brewery t-shirts out there. I'm talking breweries from Dallas, San Diego, and even our home area of New England. And you might ask, how do I get my hands on some? To get your first box for $5, click the link below in our description, or head on over to our website, breweries.com. Remember, drink better beer, wear better shirts. And we're back. And you know, I love sponsor breaks that are fueled by beer, beer pours. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Me too. We should do those more often. Yeah. So so many times we're like, oh, sponsor break. Let's get right back into the interview. Let's keep the momentum. And this uh, was fueled by uh, Cambridge Brewing Company. That's right. And their Boy, tiny geometry. Yeah. Will Myers. What a bad brewer. I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's like, everything they make we there is just like yeah. so good. Yeah. Thanks for bringing it. Yeah, I know that's my um, local brewery. I live in Cambridge. Yeah, I'm so jealous uh, about that. I love Cambridge yeah. Brewing Company. Yeah. They have a great scene there. They it's do. Dog friendly. I can bring my great uh, food too. Food. They have really yeah. good food. Mm-hmm. They still offer growlers, which for me is, <laughs> is hugely important. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. So this is a really interesting beer. It's uh, tiny geometries, like you were saying. It's a mm-hmm. toasted red ale, so it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a yeah. solid red ale with a little bit of a toasty note to it. Roasty. So. Toasty roasty. Toasty roasty. No, I like it. (laughs) Yeah. It's hard to not like their beer. Indeed. All right. So we What's next? We were gonna go into like lighter stuff, right? Yeah. So um I figured we should talk now about okay, so what are or what can breweries be doing? And then we can talk same thing, what are and what can um consumers consumers be doing. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So I have a few categories. So starting with the sort of big and obvious one. Um, is, you know, either figure out ways to conserve energy in the brewing process because it is very energy-intensive industry, craft brewing, Mm -hmm. uh, and or can you do renewable energy? So at first blush, people might be like, oh, my goodness, who's this guy think these breweries are? (laughs) They're not New Belgium. They're not, you know, (laughs) million-dollar enterprises. Right. That said, I'll give you four examples right off the top here. So Riverwalk Brewing 
they are sort of fortunate, granted. Um, mm-hmm. The building that they are in mm. is run on 100% renewable energy. Yeah, they have a big... They have a windmill, windmill. Yeah, right? Turbine. And then is there the, anything else? They have the big wind turbine, and mm-hmm. they have a 500 solar panel array on the roof. That's right. That's right. So literally, so cool. as long as it's either sort of sunny or a little windy, they're using nothing but renewable energy to yeah. brew their beer, which is really cool. Definitely. Yeah. And that makes a big difference. Um, the other one that people may know of, which was the first in Massachusetts, maybe even the first in New England, or... I want to go crazy and say possibly one of the first on the East Coast. What? what? Barrington Brewery. Tell us more. Yeah. Western Mass. So they have a, a large solar array as well. And okay. they draw roughly 85% of their power just from that. Nice. Um, the summertime, they told me it's a little tough because air conditioning and all that drains <laughs> yeah. a lot. But, of course, yeah. So that's another example. And the way he described it to me, the owner was that, yes, it costs some money up front. But you get paid back, and once you're paid back, you're getting free electricity say, for the, the same rest thing of the time. As yeah. like a homeowner, when you invest in solar energy, yeah, it's a lot upfront, but eventually you don't have to pay for electricity and things, you know. So, right, and you get to feel good that you're doing the right, right. thing, and right. you get consumers who care about that. Mm. Exactly. Uh, another one is Seventh Wave Brewing, and I'm embarrassed to say that up until about three weeks ago or so when I went to visit, because I hadn't been in a while, I didn't know that they have a giant solar array on their roof as well. Uh, we interviewed them, and they didn't even tell us about that, that, and we yeah. asked about sustainability. <laughs> so. It may not have been finalized yet, because That's, he had be to it. go through this whole process with the town to get uh, all the permitting, okay. and there's a lot Maybe of... Not. There can be some red yeah. tape, but... Yeah. They're up and running now, and they produce literally twice as much energy as they need because they're a relatively they're small, small operation. Yeah. yeah. So he's selling energy I was back say, to the grid. Yeah. He's making money off of it. Again, <laughs> he'll have to pay that off, but it won't take that's him awesome. long at that rate of using, awesome. using half of what you're getting. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So very cool. And then here's the kicker, right? So, again, if somebody's saying, I can't do that. I don't have the right kind of roof. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have the upfront capital. I don't have a person who can spend the time researching and figuring out how to get a grant or whatever. Yeah. Fine. Do what Cambridge Brewing Company does, which is they source their green energy through uh, a program, an option that relies on renewable energy credits, it's called. So you can find a third-party provider or most regular providers nowadays will have an option where you just pay a slightly different rate and they take that extra money and they draw it from uh, the different renewable sources that are around in New England. Yeah. And it also allows to sort of help fund that industry to get it up and running so that it's getting closer and closer to being on That's par cool. with, um, you know, with fossil fuels. And in some instances, I think wind energy now is basically even Steven almost. Wow. Fossil yeah. fuel costs. And That's really awesome. Solar is getting close. I mean, it's, yeah. it'll be, it won't be long before... It'll be the same amount of definitely, money for either definitely. one. So. so are they doing that with all of their electricity or they're just buying whatever they can? They're, nope. Their electricity is all that's, through these RECs. That's really cool. And again, pretty much almost any business in Massachusetts is likely to be able to do this as well. And it might vary from one town or city to the next. Sure, but sure. it's not drastically more expensive. Huh. Mm. That's really cool. So. I didn't know that at all. Nice. Really cool option. Um, okay. Another obvious one that people have heard of. But again, some people are doing it really seriously, 
would be the idea of investing in local ingredients. And again, this makes a huge difference because um, it's like, it's all the miles that all of these ingredients have to be driven on trucks and, and shipped yeah. and whatnot to get to a brewery. That adds up before you've even started like using the energy to actually brew right. the beer. So yeah. I can't imagine too for just brewing that ingredient is now not nearly as fresh as it was. So it probably makes a difference. Definitely. Right? Yeah, that's good. I would think. Yeah, I honestly I'm not a brewer, so I <laughs> I don't wanna No, of course, sure, of course. I'm not but quite sure. I bet it makes a difference. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so some examples that people are probably familiar with. One is an obvious one. I would assume that anybody who's had Wormtown beer before knows that they have a beer with probably one of the best names of all the beers in the whole state. Yeah. Masshole. Masshole, Masshole Lager. Lager. It is our My favorite. It's amazing. favorite beer. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's an amazing beer. Super yeah. sessionable. Super tasty. And uh, it's brewed almost exclusively with Massachusetts grown malts. Yeah. Sometimes Ben told me he's well the ingredients head in general too. I think yeah, yeah and they yeah just, it's right. very so. rarely there's like one or two ingredients that they cannot right. get at that time. Right, yes. they they say a piece of mass in every glass. <laughs> <laughs> they do good job, Ryan. <laughs> yes, they do. That's that is some good marketing there. Yeah. That's a serious beer name with Definitely. a great slogan. Yeah, hard to yeah. beat. Yeah. Um, so that's a good one because it's a flagship beer too, right? Yeah. That's something they produce now. They produce it year round. And, oh yeah. So that's, that's pretty cool. So look for that beer. Um, another one, I don't know if people saw this news, but recently Trillium just put out a brand new beer called Grain Shed. Oh, I think I've heard of it. Yeah. It's yeah. really neat story. So, um. Is it a part of the Northeast Grain so Shed? Trillium is one of the founding members of this thing called the Northeast Grain Shed. I think it's actually undergoing a slight name change, mm -hmm. but it's this big network of, um, businesses and farms, uh, that are trying to say, hey, we've got an area of the country, our region, that can grow its own grain. Yeah. Which, again, that's, that's hugely helpful. It's yeah. just good for our local economy, but it's also good because it's, saving us from having to get stuff from all the way out in the Midwest or whatever. Right, right. So they are using um, grains from Valley Malt, some actual corn from their own farm in Stonington, Stonington Connecticut. People oh, cool. probably forgot about yeah, that. Yeah. They bought that farm right. a couple of years ago. Yeah. They're, it's, they're farming there now. Yeah. So that, and they have like a local um, local hops yep. that they got. It was a collaboration with uh, Kent Falls Brewing in Connecticut. And so they brought up Very some cool. of their only local hops. So it's a really cool beer, again, that's like completely local with one of the ingredients like grown by the actual brewery. Yeah. That's awesome. So pretty neat. Uh, and then the third one, and this one's kind of awesome, which is Craft Roots Brewing in Milford. Uh, they literally brew exclusively with locally sourced yeah. malt, like within New England for yeah. all of their beers, not just for one beer or for a flagship, like for yeah. all of their beers. That's really cool. And they get uh, not 100%, but close to 100% of hops are also local. So right within the sort of northeast yeah. New England area. We see that more and more. Um, one of our recent areas does the same thing. I think they get all their stuff from Valley Malt. Um, and a lot of people use other brands, but... Um, Definitely seen that more and more supporting the local yeah. industry like that. Yeah, throwback. and yeah, throwback, throwback exactly. Yeah, yep. sure. And it's not just Valley Malt; it's because they can't actually create enough to to fulfill, to fulfill everyone, everybody. But of course, Maine has um, Blue Monsters, Box, yeah, Blue Box, yep, yep, yep. And so there's there's enough, and there's a place in Vermont that they used to, but yep. within New England, it's there's getting a, good there's a couple yeah. for sure. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so it's cool. So that's some really cool stuff for local ingredients. So look for those kinds of beers. Those are those are meaningful. Yeah. Yeah. And they taste amazing. Yeah. Most Thank of them you, are Ryan. quite good. I yeah. would agree. Yeah. Yes. So the question 
we aren't and 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 I just want to make a statement. We're not here to tell breweries what to do with their business. These are just mere suggestions on how to be sustainable and and make more of an impact. And for consumers to also use your dollar signs to make an impact. Yeah. Well. yeah. Um mm. but sure. it it does raise the question, you know, you're a small brewery, we interviewed someone like Penny Pinchers for example who two person operation, you know, they're brewing on a seven barrel system. Every penny literally. every penny <laughs> kind of matters you know yeah. when you have to make a decision between you know paying someone for marketing you know how do you are those options you mentioned the one that's you can buy into sustainable and it's not that much of a difference but some of the other ones you know in, in solar power that's a big upfront cost you know if that wasn't in your original plan how do you <laughs> make that into your sure and, I, and again i think you know as consumers we just have to decide what's what do we value? And we have to sometimes, I think, also say that it's not always the bottom line It's or it's not always sustainability. I also value having a local brewery. So yeah. there are different ways, and we can get into the consumer stuff, but there's different ways to measure your footprint. So, I mean, it's great that you can get one of these beers that's grown with local ingredients, but if you're driving four towns over to get it and four yeah. towns back to get home with it, uh, and it's in a single-use can as opposed to if you just went to your own local brewery that maybe the ingredients weren't local, but you drank a draft right there from a reusable glass and it's you didn't, you, whatever, you walked or biked over, who knows if it's close enough. I mean, that kind of stuff matters too. So, I mean, if we wanted to say what could we do if we were consumers, like what would be the best thing we could possibly do? Just drink beer from your own local area, like from small, from small breweries. A bit, again, and that's one of my things to talk about later, but for sure. And again, I think, you know, and maybe it takes a brewery a few years to, to make some money. And then maybe you judge them a little bit harsher three years in as opposed to the first year where you're like, okay, you're up, you're running, you're making some real some real money. Can you now can you now think about putting some of that money that you're going to invest in your business? Can you invest it in some meaningful sustainability areas? So, and there's lots of um, grant and grant opportunities and fundings and things. So... Let's skip ahead then maybe to thinking a little bit more about what can consumers do since we're kind of heading in that direction anyways. Before we get too far, let's crack open a fresh beer and hear a word from our sponsors. Are you a solo artist, band, podcaster, or anyone else who needs recording services? Well, we got a place for you where your vision can become a reality. Welcome to Small Pond Studios, built by hand with heart and sweat equity by musicians for musicians. Go to smallpondstudios.io to reach out to get more information. And make sure you let them know that Brute sent you. Hey, Sound Guy Ryan here. Didn't know if you heard, but we're a part of the Hopped Up Network. There you'll find other informative podcasts about beer. So go ahead, follow them on social media, and visit them on their website, hoppedupnetwork.com, to learn more about the people, beer, and breweries from around the country. And until next time, thanks for listening. Cheers. All right, so we're back with Rob, a.k.a eco-friendly beer drinker aka one half of the mass brew bros and uh we were just talking about you know what breweries can do to make a carbon in you know positive carbon footprint and uh how they can be sustainable now that yes. we know what sustainability really is right but we missed something didn't we yeah i guess there's one other 
important one that we didn't mention that um, I think we should because there's some breweries doing some cool stuff in this area. So another thing I think is to just figure out and think about, can you decrease your single-use packaging, especially plastic? And so I want to give a shout-out to the five Massachusetts breweries that are currently using um, the E6PR. Only five? Yeah, it, that's too bad. Actually, no, wait, wait, wait. What? It's Me? actually six. Oh, yes! Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. This I just in. <laughs> I, I had forgotten about one and added one just before the show. So you're at six. Okay. All right. We all feel better. Yeah. So the E6PRs are these compostable can carriers. Yes. That... Um, are great because they just they actually are really compostable. They're not bioplastic. They're made from like legitimate like plant papers. fiber. Okay. Plant fiber that yep. if you put it either in your recycling bin, it'll get recycled just like paper or cardboard. If mm -hmm. you put it in your trash, it will actually decompose and break down. Um, Rumor has it you can eat it. I <laughs> don't. I wouldn't eat it. I'm pretty sure they actually <laughs> say that you shouldn't Funny eat it to fishes. That. Super early on, they 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 marketed it. Marketed that it was um, edible for, for fish. sea life, for fish, right. yeah. which yeah. is a terrible, terrible marketing. Because it's not true. Because it is. Well, it's it's edible. So isn't a lot of crappy food that Americans all <laughs> yeah, eat, yeah 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 right? right right doesn't mean it's good for you <laughs> yeah okay so do not so eat it we don't want to be feeding <laughs> I've been the eating. fish with <laughs> canned carrots so, okay no please do not feed the so fish so that explains a lot this. I've been eating them and that explains a total lot yes yeah okay so, so six who are breweries, the six six breweries using them which is really meaningful and impactful. Uh, so it's Anawan Brewing, brand new. Yeah, they're brand new, yeah. Okay. Just opened up down yeah. in Rehoboth, Massachusetts. UMass Lowell graduate, I know him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, cool. Fun owned facts. by veterans. Yeah. And uh, their tap room will be open later this summer. Right now they're doing Build can, can sales to yeah. go and okay. they're building out the, the brewery. Essex County Brewing yep. uses them. Boop, boop. Uh, Gentilly Brewing uses oh, them. Yeah. Holyoke Craft Beer out in Holyoke nice. uses them. Uh, Redemption Rock Brewing in Worcester yep. uses them, and Rockport Brewing, which is a contract brand yes. out of Rockport, is yep. using them. All of our faves. All of our faves. Many guests on the brewery. They yes. all make good beer, and and it's again, it's a really cool thing that they're doing. And uh, good beer Rock. and like awesome people. I have to say, like all of those yes. breweries you mentioned are awesome people. Agreed. Definitely. Yeah. And Redemption Rock is a. Um, I want to say Plan B. It's not Plan B. Corp. <laughs> Thank you, B yeah, Corp. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is um pretty cool. The only yeah. one in Massachusetts, I believe. They are, yeah. There's only yeah. three in New England that are Right. Corp Them, breweries. Alchemist, and... Allagash. 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 Yep. yep. So yep. real quick, a B Corp brewery is a brewery that goes through a third-party process to do a sort of... A, um, it's like grading, right? It's like a right. scale so they system, have an yeah. audit to sort of yeah. say, here's what you're doing, and it's real you need to, tough to earn a certain number of points in each yep. area. So it's people... Uh, planet and that's supposed to be equal to profit. Yeah. yeah. Well, the amazing part, and I, I don't want to just. Deviate I love too much. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. But we know who Alchemist is, right? Happy yep. Topper, right? Yep. People know who that is. You know what Alagash is? Yep. Alagash White. Yep. Yep. Redemption Arc is so small. They I mean, it's, it is probably the size of, of what. Now. Yeah, and that is just, you know, an omen to say like, if you're a small brewery, you can do. You can achieve it. You can if achieve you want it too. It. Like they, yes. I mean, you don't have to be Alchemist and and. All applauds to Alchemist and, and totally, but you know you they have, have the assets to, be to do it, so they did brewery. it. Yeah. But there are a lot of massive breweries. Completely agreed. Yeah. And yeah. Um, to their credit, they this was part of their business plan early from on, from the beginning, yeah. all along. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. And that was a huge thing. I remember seeing Danny's post about that and just being like, "Fuck yeah, great for you guys." Yeah. A quick question is: Do you think Treehouse 
will become B Corp with their whole new facility that they're building right now. If they want it, I guess. <laughs> right, because they have to do apply think, to do that. Do you that. think it'll be feasible for them? Because it's like one of like the new things about is like very sustainable, very reusable energy. Solar. You know, they're already like not using pack techs, et cetera. I was so, just going to mention them. I wanted to give a shout out to two more breweries that don't gosh, Ryan, shut up. either. <laughs> I'll just shut up. <laughs> they use no can carriers at all, in fact, right? Yeah. They, it's yeah. just cardboard. So yeah. uh, that's cool. Treehouse does that. And another brewery out in Western Mass called Brick and Feather uh, does <laughs> yes. the same thing. Yes, they yes, just yes. they just give you a little cardboard, corrugated cardboard box, which is yeah. reusable many times. And yeah. one of the... Easy to recycle. It's easy Very to store easy in to your recycle. fridge, too. The pack truck... I hate storing it in my fridge. Like, um, So back to Treehouse real fast. If I knew anything about Treehouse, Ryan, I would share it with you. But as you probably know, they are so <laughs> yeah. tight-lipped there. You we'll cannot get know. anything the, out of they're them. They're the only yeah. brewery to say no to us. <laughs> they, yeah. Yeah. This very is secretive. Yeah. But um, they do some cool stuff. And it yeah. wouldn't shock me if maybe at some point they tried to get something like a B Corp certification it just yeah. seems that they have all of the cards in their hand like yeah. it fits, why not right. yeah. like it looks like they want to do that it fits with their image yeah. Exactly. oh yeah for sure. absolutely yeah i will say um i wouldn't be shocked if trillium would look at something like yeah, that yeah that's what i was going to say too yep Green. they're very they're, close um i can i could tell you a little more about trillium because i actually they will actually talk to you when yes. you send them an email or a message. Um, but they have some really cool things in the works. So keep cool. your keep again, keep your ears open for Can't some fun and cool more. stuff for Trillium yep. and especially in the sustainability Maybe field. Maybe we'll talk to them first. We'll beat you. I doubt it. <laughs> uh, okay, let's go quickly then to consumers because yes. again, as we talked about earlier, we can't necessarily control um, what the corporations are doing. Yeah. What what businesses and corporations right. do. And so what can we control? So again, buy local. Don't give it lip service. Actually freaking do it. <laughs> it's yeah. not as hard as you might think. Yes. But I mean, just frequent your local breweries more often mm. and yes. experiment with all the different beers they have to offer. You're driving less. Mm -hmm. You're supporting your local economy. Uh, if you're drinking on premises, all the much better. I mean, it's just a no-brainer. But again, I don't think something we do quite as much as we could. We all, myself included, but a lot less these days, get <laughs> caught up in the whole idea of there's so many breweries, there's so many different beers to try. Right. Uh, I don't know. And the biggest and newest beer, you want to go and travel and yeah. get that. And I get it. But like you were saying, your local brewery is making those new and exciting beers Oh you, yeah, you know it's so such a collector thing. Out. I mean, like it, it is. Collect your like, local beers. Yeah, no, challenge yourself to try every beer from your local brewery. Yeah, oh, you know. And again, it's 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 less beer miles, right? right if you're if you're just doing that. Anyways, uh, another one is drink draft beer more often. So again, if you're drinking draft beer on premises, there's not much you can do. It's better than that because it doesn't require any packaging or any right. energy required to make the packaging, to ship the packaging, right. to dispose of the packaging later. If you're drinking on-premises from draft, it's coming straight out of, you know, the, the tanks that made yeah. it into kegs, which are highly reusable. They use kegs right. for years and years, and so yep. that's ideal. Not so, to mention, it's going to taste better, too. 
Yeah, and draft beer is fantastic. <laughs> so drink more draft beer, I would say, if you can. Um, choose refillables if you feel like you really need to take beer home, which a lot of people do, especially mm-hmm. this last year. That's been really important. But, yep. you know, can you find breweries that still honor growlers? And if there's even if there's just one or two breweries, and again, that are in your area, in your region, just get a growler from that place. And just when you go there, instead of taking cans, just Take a growler, yeah. whether it's a 32-ouncer, if you want the smaller one, a lot of people yeah. have it, or a 64-ouncer. Not all the breweries doing growlers anymore, but enough are. Yeah. Most of them will still accept it. If you have a blank one or anything that has no like brand recognition on it, most breweries will still take them. Even yeah. if they don't necessarily sell their own, they'll still fill it for you. Yeah, so. and uh, one more quick interesting thought on that. If you're having a party... Uh, I don't know, like relive your college days. Rent get a keg. keg. Instead of a keg. whole bunch of cans coming, seriously, yeah. get a six get a keg or a keg. Yeah. <laughs> and um, have everybody like share the same beer and right. whatever. Enjoy. Chat about the beer and enjoy yeah. it and relax. And I don't know, maybe there's not so much of the one-upsmanship of somebody coming in saying, oh, I got some tree houses here. Or yeah, some that's right, here. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Just drink whatever you can get. I and totally have a friend like that with Finback. It's like, come on, man, I don't care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and it's cheaper. Yeah. I had Craft yes. Beer Cellar. I posted a post a while ago about this idea, and Craft Beer Cellar actually like ran with it and did some calculations and came back and said that basically you'll save like 15 to $20 by getting a six toll. That's decent. As opposed to buying the same amount of beer yeah. in cans. And yeah. you won't overflow your recycling bin. And yeah. So that's, I don't know, something you could do once or twice a year if you're going to have a big gathering. Ryan, no, we, got the beer, we got the beer tap on my kegerator. We're, we're good. Oh, we're going to do it. So good. good. Everyone, everyone is getting kegerators actually right now. And it is super easy to adjust those to a commercial keg. Yeah, I know. So... Definitely check it out. If you're having a party and you have a kegerator or a keyser already, it's super easy. Yeah. See, my, my, my family's uh, always yeah. done is we have always gotten those big, giant uh, ice vats that we use at the fish market. <laughs> it, I mean, it's... It, the fish it, market? It, oh, oh, my God. It happened. It, it happened. It's, it holds so much ice, and we can fit probably six commercial kegs in the <laughs> ice vat. And we'll tap every single one. You of know them. where to go this summer, Ryan. Oh market. yeah, here we go. <laughs> that sounds like a beer festival waiting to happen. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's bad. And, and Ryan, I feel you. I I grew up. My friend, one of my best friends from high school, his family owned the South Shore Fish Market in Wayne. Yeah. Wait, what's a market? It's a market. <laughs> it's a, yeah, yeah, I know. It's a it's a market. Yeah. South Shore Fish Market in yeah. there, there you go. South Shore Weymouth. Fish Market in Weymouth. Uh, and, uh, I worked there for like five or six years. It was years. It was yeah. really fun. So. so did you lose? You must have lost the accent, right? Because he gained it. He gained as soon it. As he started it started working there, there again. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. amazing. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's <laughs> moving on. <laughs> let's wrap up with like the thing I'm most excited to talk about today, which is uh Earth Day initiatives. Yes. So when is Earth Day for our Earth, listeners who don't yeah, know? Excellent. We how the hell did we not? Right? I actually thought about, about that. that. Why yeah. did I mention that earlier? Okay, so cool. April twenty second, it's on a Thursday this year, is Earth Day. Earth right. Week. Noted. If you want to go there is like, you know, that Monday to Sunday, which is okay. where a lot of these okay. breweries are doing some sort of cool fun things like kind of in that week. Cool. Yep. And I would argue that, well, hell, it's Earth Month. And as you alluded to earlier, uh, you can do the hashtag, every day is Earth Day. Right? Every day is Earth Day. Hashtag. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. So I reached out to a bunch of breweries and I sort of challenged them because I knew most of these breweries, I knew someone there and I knew that they kind of cared about 
the environment to some yeah. extent. They were doing a thing or two or three that made it clear. And I said, hey, can I convince you to do something that you're not already doing, something new, uh, to sort of draw and raise awareness to Earth Day during that week? And to my surprise... 12 of them were like, wow. hell yeah, let's do 12. something. 12, that's awesome. Which I was excited, yeah. 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 So um, let me rattle off real quick. So two breweries that I know of are going to um, brew a beer, and they're going to donate us a portion of the proceeds to EarthDay.org. Cool. Which is the group that originated Earth Day back some 50, it'll be, this will be the 51st Earth Day. Yeah. So 50 years ago. Um and so that's Portico Brewing, which is a contract brand, and Craft Roots in Milford is going Good. to do one as well. Nice. So definitely awesome. go and support those two breweries and, and drink their beer because some of it's going to go to help Earth Day. Um, a couple things that they are doing additionally is Craft Roots um, during that day or weekend is going to, um, they're going to use this new thing called the Ball Aluminum Cup. Mm. And we're Which actually we're using drinking tonight. out of tonight. Yeah, and they're great. There's no like, oh, is gonna, your beer going to taste like aluminum? Well, no, <laughs> it, it doesn't. <laughs> I can taste the flavors of the beer. This is just way cooler than the it's cups I drank out of way college, cooler in college. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so right, it's literally yeah. aluminum. Uh, uh, what is it? Aluminum. Aluminum. It's an aluminum. I can't. Yeah. Wow. Good. There we go. It's a solo cup, but metal. <laughs> right. So if you have to use, let's say, single-use cups for outdoor service, um, this is the best possible option because it's made from aluminum, which yeah. is 100% highly, super like, recyclable. infinitely recyclable yeah. in any curbside bin or anything. It's also reusable. So if you wanted to, you wash can easily give it a rinse yeah. or a wash and reuse it multiple times. So it's a great, cool thing that um, she's going to try out for that particular day of Earth Day. And yeah. depending on when they run out, um, maybe through that weekend. So I I don't want to, like, you know, ruin the mood, but how much do those cost? I'm just curious. No, it's an excellent question. So we mentioned this uh, before the show we were talking. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's not quite scalable right now for yeah. most venues because... They are more expensive. They're sold only. They're not sold like in bulk the way you might yeah. buy a, a thousand plastic cups or whatever. Yeah. Uh, you can buy these in thirty packs, I think. But mm -hmm. for consumers, you can go get a thirty pack of these instead of the stupid solo cups, and yeah. it's not going to kill you. It's like right, I think it's twenty bucks for a thirty yeah. pack. Yeah. Oh, that ain't that ain't bad at sure, all. Sure, it's, it's not. It's not ideal. Cheap. I mean, yeah. What if you have but a beer it, garden that's running through hundreds and hundreds of yeah. beers, it's not ideal. But it's it's but you're not a family gathering either. or something. No, it's not outrageous at all. Especially if yeah. you rinse and reuse it, which once no. COVID is kind of behind us, I think that'll be a lot more feasible. Right. So, anyways, that's a really cool thing they're doing. Another really cool thing that Portico is doing is, as you mentioned earlier, the idea that when you uh, recycle your aluminum cans. You can make the process safer and more efficient by taking off the label. So right. that either the vinyl stick-on labels, which you peel off, or yep. the, um, the shrink wraps, which you can... And be careful, use scissors, <laughs> because they're tricky to get off. But if you yeah. use a scissors and you have a little wherewithal, you can get those right off. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so they're going to put a special little thing on their label now that, that basically says as much to say, hey... 
tear this off. Please and, remove yeah. this label to make the recycling yeah. safer and nice. more efficient for the processors. That's good. Yeah. So look for that the next time you see a Because again, not everyone here. knows that. No, so that's no. right. That's a new thing. Okay, so another really cool one is Redemption Rock Brewing is actually going to... Um, they have this uh, tipping, which is not required or expected because they pay their employees a fair wage. I love what they do with their tips. Yep. Which is awesome. Yes. Therefore, they donate all their tips to specific nonprofits each month. Yep. And they do that all year round. They do it year, year round. round. Yeah. So for April, Ooh. their nonprofit will be the Greater Worcester Land Trust, which, all right. which promotes the protection, stewardship, uh, and appreciation for outdoor spaces to enhance the quality of life and functioning of natural <laughs> systems in Worcester and surrounding areas. Well so done. it's affecting the, the it's affecting the community around Redemption Rock, which is in Worcester. For sure. Which is directly a big thing that they do. One and of that's their what they themes. do. Yeah. Like they really try to focus on Yeah, they've Worcester done things with area. with pets. They're doing mm -hmm. yeah, oh yeah. Right. So they're, you know, hopefully pointing out to people, say, hey, go check out what Worcester has to offer in terms yep. of hiking and, and things. Yeah. So yeah. That's really cool. I'm excited about that one. Uh, Merrimack Ales up in Lowell. Oh, yeah. So if you've ever been there, they've got a really big brewery. Yeah. It's like a huge space, but again, they're not that big of an operation. Right. So they've got lots of extra space. So I've convinced um, Adam, who's the owner there. Great guy. To, yeah, for, for real. He is, yeah. So I've convinced him to become a consolidation site that will allow for, this isn't formulated yes it's, it's just a thing in my mind, okay. but I think it can happen, okay. a Northeast Brewery Recycling Coalition. Ooh. Ooh. Sounds fancy. The idea there is that we would explore options for these hard-to-recycle plastic materials that all the breweries use. So grain bags, for example, mm -hmm. stretch wrap that they use around their pallets, plastic film left over from those stick-on yep. beer labels, yep. uh, and obviously Pactex. So um, while I work on trying to figure out ways to get those things recycled in bulk, because that's really the only right, way that's the only can way do, can do it, it. Yep. Yep. he yep. said he would be a consolidation point where awesome. he would have, you know, these four big bins or yeah. whatever. And yeah. once we get them filled up, then we can probably recycle them. That's super cool. So stay tuned. Yeah, kind of stay tuned. Yeah. Yep. Okay, another one, if you are um, interested in going down the Cape, Provincetown Brewing. I love them. I went there the first time this past year. Yeah, they're cool. Great beer, great location. Just a hell of a drive. Recommend. Hell of a drive, but <laughs> worth it. Yeah. And it's actually not as bad as it sounds. Fast ferry out of Boston, 90 minutes. Yes, Boom. that's the key. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. It's a really a lot of people fun don't ride. Know about that either. It's, We're yeah. exposing it. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's a great day trip. It's, yeah, yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. A lot of fun. Uh, so they are partnering with the Provincetown Conservation Trust to kick off a speaker series that will... Um, Focus on local environmental and conservation issues uh, in their seaside community. Oh, very cool! Uh, yeah. And they're planning on doing some sort of a beach cleanup event, but they haven't nice. uh, announced it. Yeah, they haven't announced the specific details. Yeah. They're hoping to do it on Earth Day, but yeah. they're still working on that. But that'll be cool. That's awesome, though. Uh, yeah. Seventh Wave Brewing again. This one is <laughs> pretty fun. And I'm not gonna lie. This. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe my favorite. Ooh, okay. Uh, so they have some really cool plans, including they're going to debut new bike racks as part of their um, certification process to try and become a bike-friendly business. Okay. Yeah. Through this group called the uh, League of American Bicyclers. Cool. So that'll be cool. They're going to partner also with a local plant nursery called Lovells, which is very well known if you're from the Medfield area. Uh, they're going to have an herb sale that day that's going to include a bag of spent grains and coffee grounds mixed with peat moss. 
Okay. Mm. Nice. So when you it's like get mulch, kind of. Yeah. So yeah. it's like you put it in with your potting mix when you plant yep. your whatever you might buy there. So nice. Lovells will be there selling yep. plants. That's awesome. And they're like, hey, here's some really cool nutritious stuff that instead of your plant will love. Full of nitrogen. <laughs> it's going to be good for you. Your right. Plants. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and then the last one is uh, that they're going to do an outdoor yoga class on the lawn behind the brewery with burning wheel yoga. And no promises, but I'm working on getting Brew Bro Bob to join me <laughs> yes. for that one. Oh, my God. Where is Please. that? Please. Oh, my at, God. At Seventh Wave? Yes. If, 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 if Bob <laughs> does it with you, I will do it in the tightest shirt that I have. Yes. <laughs> I love it. All right. Saturday, April 24th is the Done. day for that one. I could probably okay. get my Everyone girlfriend to do it. Cal- we should do it. Yes. Let's do it. Everyone mark your calendars. Are you going to do it? Oh, I'm definitely doing it. I already bought my tickets. Okay. Done. I'm, I will do it. I, I told Bob about it. He was like, um, uh, it's can we start? You, can we start an Instagram like <laughs> yes, yes, campaign like hashtag Get Bob to do yoga? For, <laughs> I love it. We're starting Bob here. Does yoga. Hashtag Bob does yoga. All right. So that's yeah. We'll work on that one for sure. <laughs> He's okay. gonna listen to us and we'll hate talk. us. <laughs> <laughs> love you, Bob. Cool. Okay. Last but certainly not least, uh, Untold Brewing in Situate. They're working on some really cool recycling initiatives. Uh, they don't have as much space as Merrimack Ales does, so they haven't committed yet to doing a sort of a South Shore Brewery coal- yeah. Coalition. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're but, so intertwined, why not? But they're yeah. really, yeah, <laughs> so they're doing some great stuff with Pactex. They're working hard to help me figure out this uh, label sticker stuff yep. and some other things. And so, uh, very least, they'll be recycling as many materials as they can. Nice. And if possible, they will work with, they're really tight with several South Shore breweries. For example, they're really yeah. close with Vitamin C, yeah. with Widowmaker, mm-hmm. with um, the one in Plymouth. There's so many uh, down there. Still water. Second Wind, yeah. Second, Second Wind, wind. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, yeah. They, if, you know, maybe those four breweries do mm-hmm. a cool sort of recycling coalition yeah. down on the South Shore, which would be great. Definitely. And the other thing they're doing, which is pretty awesome, is um, in conjunction with the release of this hazy D, uh, double IPA collaboration beer that they did last year and they're doing again this year with Vitamin C Brewing. It's called See the Change. Ooh. Uh, they plan to do a beach cleanup at Nantasket Beach, uh, awesome. which was where I grew up oh, in cool. the South Shore area. I used to go to Nantasket all the time. So that's going to be on Sunday the 25th, and rumor has it that the only draft account on the South Shore that will have the beer is the Red Parrot, which is this restaurant right there on Nantasket nice. Ave. Yeah. And they'll be pouring it that day. Wonderful. Okay. Well, you know where you're going. And that's just to name a few of the breweries that are you are aware of at this point in time. This doesn't mean that more breweries won't be doing some more stuff. Absolutely. You yeah. led me into my last comment, and then I'll shut up. Um, <laughs> so other breweries that I'm personally working with that have initiatives um, but haven't figured out all the specifics yet. Our Anawan Brewing is planning to do something. The okay. brewery at Four Star Farms in Northfield yep. is planning to do something. Hi, <laughs> Riverwalk is planning to do something. And a yeah, I would have been surprised yes. if they didn't do something. Yeah. Yeah. Real quick tidbit on Riverwalk. One of the coolest things that they're working on is they're probably going to get a grain silo at some Ooh. point in the not-too-distant okay. future, which means they won't get any more of those ridiculous, won't have to get as many of those ridiculous uh, grain bags, yeah. Yeah. which yeah. are all made from this polypropylene plastic that which doesn't is impossible yeah, to recycle yeah. unless you have a special yeah. place to do it so yeah that'll be really cool really meaningful definitely um, uh harper lane brewing in middleborough is is thinking about something maybe the ball aluminum cup or something yep. else and then rockport brewing i'm working on maybe a north shore beach cleanup something. type thing yeah 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 no that would be cool let us with know them. Definitely. and then i'm sure matt uh that there are hopefully a few dozen other breweries, if yeah. not more, that are at least going to think about mm. uh, trying to do something. 
Although, um, yeah, check your local brewery for some events, I guess. Yeah, yeah, and again, I just, just, I don't know, I can't help myself, but be careful that if you see a social media post, just them claiming something that they already do, and it's one of those three low-hanging fruits. Um, yeah, whatever. And re- reminder, listeners, just, just, what are those just three? Don't be as impressed with it as maybe some other stuff that people are doing that's more meaningful. Right. So if they talk about their spent grants going to a local farm, yeah, We know. Everybody's doing that. Yeah. You kind of have to yeah. do that. Yeah. You're crazy if you don't do that. You're going to pay more money if you don't because it's, right. again, it's required by law. Yeah. Um, and the other couple were, what else did we talk about? Um, I can't even remember. Single-use cups. Or, I mean, uh, the, the, the plastic cups that were... Biodegradable. Oh, yeah, the biodegradable right. cups. Yeah. If they say, oh, we use biodegradable cups, well, then the next question, if you want to really be sort of, you know, inquisitive, <laughs> yeah. is like, well, what are you doing with those right. supposedly biodegradable cups? Are you actually collecting them separately and getting yeah. them uh, composted right. at a facility? Yeah. If not, yeah. again, it's just, it's, yeah. Yeah. I guess my takeaways from this are support local. Yep. Because you're going to impact the, the least amount of carbon footprint. And if you're not driving save around. money. You're not driving as yep. far. You're not, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Drink on site. Right. I know that COVID is still a thing. I'm not encouraging people to drink frivolously on site. You know, be smart, wear a mask, but follow also, the rules. And a lot of breweries are doing a great job yes. of making you feel safe. And breweries will make more money off that as well. Correct. So you're helping that brewery more than you are buying their cans at yeah. some liquor store. Excellent point. The By far, the greatest profit margin for a brewery is selling a beer on draft. Exactly. They don't have to pay for any of the the, uh, materials or the labor. Right. And some of these breweries, the smaller ones, they have to pay like a mobile canner to come out. That's even more expensive than to have your own. So you're saving them all that cost. And you're saving, if you buy a beer at a store... 30% 30% of that beer that Has you paid that for, store. that went to, no, that actually went to the distributor. The distributor. Oh, yeah. right, right, right. Oh, yeah. And yes. then the store probably mm-hmm. got 10% right. of it. And right. so, like, half the profit is gone. Oh, yeah. Yes. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. buying it straight from the brewery, you can't beat that from, a, from in any, any way, including yes. supporting the local economy in your brewery. Yeah. Also, you know, if you're going away to try a brewery, don't just make one brewery your destination. Try to hit multiple so in, that area. It, in that area yeah. so it's not just one trip and then you go back another week for another trip you know make the most out of that trip sure and then be an informed consumer you know yeah read between the lines if someone's saying something really understand what that means we've kind of laid out in this area in this episode what sustainability means mm-hmm. i certainly i have a better understanding better of it, understanding sure. of it i i am a home gardener i like to think that i'm sustainable and what i learned in this episode I barely scratched the surface. I it's more about know. the future. It's about the future. Yeah, not the yeah. Right now. Um, and even though you feel like you can't make an effect, do as much as you can that you can do, right? Every little thing helps. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and again, the more consumers do, the more breweries have to pay uh, attention to what yep. consumers want. So Right. We have the biggest impact sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but It's true. It's true, though. Rob, we always, when you're on the, we learn so much every time you're on the podcast. So we appreciate you coming down. But we want our listeners to learn even more. We appreciate everyone who listens here, but we want people to follow you and, you know, your identities, you know, one half of the master bros (laughs) and and eco friendly beer drinker. Um, Where can we find you guys on social media? I know you have websites. Yeah, thank you so much. That'd be great. Um, So, Mass Brew Bros, probably most people at this point might know about it. It's uh, massbrewbros.com website and it's Mass Brew Bros on uh, social media. Uh, And for my other um, adventure is eco friendly beer, ECO friendly beer, and that's um, a website. 
as well as uh, social media, so Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Yeah. Thank you for all you're doing. I mean, yeah, no, we appreciate it. We, like Matt was saying, we just learned so much oh, yeah. from these times with you, and I feel like we can take that information away and hopefully spread it around in the next couple months. And a lot of times, it's <laughs> I look at the mass brew rows and I'm like, how do you have time to do all of this stuff? You have all this time. You're an educator. I mean, you work as an educator, and you're spending the time educating the public, not just you know the younger generation. So. I applaud to you for doing that. That's awesome. Spending your time yeah. informing the public to do that because we certainly learn stuff and I think our listeners are going to learn a lot. And uh, we hope to see you at some of the events. You can watch me and Erica and Rob and hopefully Bob. Do Ryan, you coming to do yoga? yoga? No. No, we, we're going <laughs> okay, to work on Ryan. We're going to work on Ryan. Yeah, so go check out some of your breweries during um, Earth Week. And yes. again, check my website out or check out the social media page to see like what are the breweries that I'm working with and what are the cool things they're doing during that week. That'd yeah. be that'd be great. Definitely. And yeah. check us out because we'll probably share. We're going to share it. It's going to be in the so, doobly doo below. You know yeah, about that. You know about the doobly doo. Yeah, so um, we're going to screw open the last beer. Definitely. We're going to talk about stuff. We're going to enjoy the weather. And, we are. Uh, Until next time. Stay sustainable. Exactly. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks, everyone. Cheers. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for tuning into this week's episode with Rob from Eco-Friendly Beer Drinker and the Mass Brew Bros. Uh, we definitely encourage all our followers and listeners to go out and follow those pages. And in addition, help us out and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Patreon. Yeah. We can be found at patreon.com forward slash Brewroots Podcast. We have a couple patrons who help us we out every month and we'd love to add a few of them because we're sending out some pretty cool stuff well, yeah we have some new things in the works as well so stay tuned for some new levels um new ways to support us yeah and uh until next week we have an awesome episode that we're running by the seat of our pants right now because ryan's not here ryan's not here so we have <laughs> no clue what we're doing next week no idea just kidding we actually know we just don't want to tell you <laughs> so uh we're gonna go drink some beer stay tuned cheers cheers <laughs>